This is the Big Man in Training Podcast, Session 1. Introductions and a new year, new you. Recording from the Big D, Dallas, Texas. This is the Big Man in Training Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you become the healthiest and most fit person you can be. This is the show designed to help motivate you to lose weight the right way. And now, here's your host, shedding those pounds right alongside you, the big man in training himself, Eric Dickey. Hi, and welcome to the Big Man in Training podcast inaugural episode one. Not only is this the first podcast of this particular series, this is also the first podcast I've ever done. So I will apologize for any glitches, any stutterings, stumbles, mutterings, anything that goes wrong, I apologize right now. All I can tell you is that as we go along in future episodes, and I get more comfortable with this, because I admit I'm nervous, things will be better. The podcast will be better. And now that I've gotten that out of the way, a quick disclaimer. I'm not a professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not even a personal trainer. I'm just simply a 48-year-old guy who's battled weight most of his life and wants to use this podcast not only to help you, my listener, lose weight the correct way, but as a tool for me to be transparent with myself, my family, my friends, and the world in general as I battle my weight loss, as I battle to be a healthier and fit 48-year-old married dad of two daughters. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to do some initial introductions. Then I'd like to go on to why am I doing this, even though I basically just told you why. What I hope for you to get out of this and for me to get out of this. And then I want to go on to something called New Year, New You. And yes, I know that's a little cliche. And there's a hashtag on Twitter. There's a hashtag on Instagram. There's a hashtag everywhere. You know, hashtag New Year, New You. But I mean that. I don't want to look at it as a cliche. I want to look upon this as a mantra. This is what I believe needs to happen, not only for me, but for you as well. So a little bit about me. As I said, my name is Eric Dickey. I'm 48 years old. I live in the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, Been in Texas all of my life. I am married to my beautiful wife. 15 years, and we have two daughters together. I have an oldest daughter who is 17, about to go to college. I have a 14-year-old who is about to go into high school. I am an IT manager, a senior manager of IT at a restaurant group that owns several chains. And I lead a very sit-down lifestyle. I am on my rear end literally 13 to 15 hours a day. Then I'm sleeping for 
five to six, sometimes as many as eight if I can squeeze them in. Not much time, as you can tell, for exercise or moving around or doing anything active, which is one of the pitfalls of my profession. It's also one of the pitfalls of trying to lose weight. So, I am a fat guy. I know the technical term is obese or, or morbidly obese, but let's just call it what it, what it is. I'm fat. Currently, I'm at 304 pounds. I'm down from 325 where I started this new year. My highest point was 430 pounds, and that was in high school. I started off uh, relatively normal and healthy as a child, and it wasn't until puberty that my weight started ballooning. And I went from about a normal weight for a 11, 12 year old of 140, 150 until I turned 16 and I was 430 pounds at my highest. And I can tell you that life as a teenager at that weight and that size stinks. You are a virtual outcast. It is not something that I wish upon anybody. It is not something that I would wish upon my worst enemy. But it is what it is. And eventually after high school, into my years as a young adult, I started caring about my weight. I started caring about my appearance. And I thought, you know what? I actually can be nice looking. I can be healthy. I can wear normal clothing. And so I started what I called... Uh, a severe boot camp and I was pushing myself and I was exercising daily two three hours a day at this point in my life I was in college I was working my way through college I had the time I had no real commitments other than school and my job I wasn't really dating I tried running at the time found out I didn't like it at the time but you know what? After a good period of time, I went down to 250 pounds. And I was happy. Now, 250 may seem like a lot. But when you're a guy with my size and my frame, I wear it pretty well. Technically, that's still the obese category. But I was in a 36 to a 38 pant. I was in a large shirt. I won't say that I was Mr. Olympia, but I looked pretty good. And then several weeks later, I wound up injuring both of my arms at the job I was at. I was working in a warehouse, and I couldn't exercise. My problem was, was that I didn't cut down my eating. I still ate like I was exercising three hours a day. And then the weight started piling on. And then I started getting depressed. And then it became just the same vicious cycle over and over again. Until eventually I got up to 380 pounds. But this time, I had married my wife. I had started to become successful in my career. But I was miserable. And my wife knew I was miserable. 
And my wife is my biggest cheerleader. She is the rock that is the foundation of my life. She is the one that pushes me to succeed. She is the one who wants me to succeed. And so she introduced me to a weight loss surgery technique. And I had weight loss surgery in 2012. Now, before I could do the weight loss, I actually had to lose weight on my own. I had to get down to 350. So I lost 30 pounds on my own, started walking daily, and it wasn't too bad. Then I had surgery. I had three quarter of my stomach cut away, stapled, and I was only eating several ounces of food at a time, not uh, four, you know, three or four cheeseburgers or three quarter of a pizza, nothing like that. So life was good. I was losing weight. I was exercising more. I mean, the pounds were just melting off, literally melting off. I was going through two to three pant sizes a month. And I got down to my lowest in 2014, and I was at 218 pounds. And it was this time that I actually discovered I really did like running. And so I was running anywhere from 15 to 30 miles a week. I was doing several races, 5Ks, 10Ks. I did several half marathons. I was training for a marathon. And then I became injured again. And I blew out my left knee. And I had to have surgery on my left knee to, to repair uh, both of my menisci in there. And I found out that one was irreparable, so they had to cut away the damaged part, and the other was repairable. But the other bit of bad news I had was that I had a quarter-sized hole that led me to have to be bone-to-bone -bone on my knee. And so this surgeon uh, came in and basically said, I got some bad news. I don't think you need to be running anymore. And I'll be honest, that was devastating. So that's been a couple of years ago, and I have gone upward steadily. And I've gone from that 218 mark up until the beginning of this year when I weighed in at 325. Once again, miserable. Once again, tired of being fat. Once again, having to buy fat people clothing. And looking at the clothing in my closet that I can't wear anymore. And, you know, my wife, I, I will admit, I do not have fashion sense. My wife will help me in that department, and I have some very nice-looking stuff in my closet that I can't wear and I can't bear to throw out and start over. And that leads me to where I am today and why I'm doing this podcast. So there's a few reasons for this podcast. A couple of them are personal, and most everything else is just because I want to do this and I want to help people, and I think there are several people out there like that let me rephrase it. There are people out there in the world like me who are fat, want to be thin, want to be healthy. They've yo-yoed all their life up and down, up and down. They've gone from highs to lows in weight loss. Something happens and they become fat again. 
This podcast is for them. I have walked in their shoes. I am still walking in their shoes. And people like us need a voice. And I'm not ashamed to be that voice. And let's be honest. When you're fat, extremely fat and obese, there, there is some shame there. And it's not just a self-shame, but it's a worldly shame. It's a Hollywood shame. The world thinks that everybody needs to be thin, healthy, fit, cut like an Adonis if you're a male, or maybe a Scarlett Johansson. You have to be pretty. I just want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to be at a healthy weight. And for me, a healthy weight is not 150 or 160 like my insurance company believes I need to be. A healthy weight for me is around 200 to 220. Now it's the fat percentage that's going to be the key for me and the key for a lot of people out there. So I want to be a voice. I want to be a voice of reason and I want people out there to understand that there is no shame in being fat because you want to be thin, because you want to be fit. You just need help. You need a push. You need somebody to be that cheerleader to go rah-rah, go team. And that's what I want to be. On a personal note, I want this podcast to be my way of being transparent. Because I'll be honest, it is hard to diet. It is hard to exercise. You walk past Smashburger or Burger King or some other fast food place, and maybe you're not hungry, but you eat out of habit. So I want to be that voice that says, no, there are better ways. So we are going to look at nutrition. We are going to look at maintaining a healthy diet. We're going to look at how to overcome cravings because I battle them on a daily basis. At one time in my life, I, I smoked cigarettes, and I'm not proud of that. For the longest time, I chided my family. I come from a family of smokers. I've had my grandfather who died of cancer, my grandmother who died of dementia and heart problems. My mother has heart problems, though she never smoked, but she was around secondhand all of her life. And I went from not smoking to two and a half packs a day of menthols because of my work. And it, and I did this for five years. I did this from 2000 to 2005 until one day I finally said, enough. What am I doing to myself? What am I doing to my family? And I quit cold turkey. And I haven't had a cigarette since January 1st, 2005. Now that doesn't mean that there are times when I don't crave it, because I do. So it's not a bodily craving though, it's a psychological craving. It's the same thing with food. You may think you're hungry, but your body says, I'm not hungry. Your mind says it's time to eat. And this is something that we're going to work on and help everybody overcome as much as possible. Now, once again, I'm not a professional psychologist, psychiatrist, dietitian, doctor, weight you know, trainer. I'm none of that. I'm just an ordinary person who wants to help people lose weight. I'm an ordinary person who's walking in your shoes. So there's transparency here, and I'm going to help you learn transparency. 
So let's do a segue here and let's talk about a new year, new you. Like I said, this is a cliche. Everybody says it from Hollywood and commercials to the local gym you join. Everybody says, hey, you're fat. It's time to be a new you and I'm going to help you do this. And what better way and what better time to do it than January 1st? Resolutions. And it is that time of the year again. Even though I'm about 21 days late, uh, the date on this podcast, just in case anybody's wondering, is the 21st of January 2017. Now, I actually started my website and started preparing for my podcast about three and a half weeks ago. And it has taken me this long to finally get everything ready to record this first podcast. So I have a few goals in mind. Now, some people will call these resolutions. For me, I have goals. And these goals are a big challenge. So I'm going to tell you what my goals are for this year. And then let's go over those. Because what I'd like you to do is, after you listen to this podcast... I'd like you to go to bigmanandtraining.com. I'd like you to click on blog, and I'd like you to go to a new year, a new a new year, a new you. And I'd like you to read through what I've written. Now, it's not going to be something that you read on webmd.com. It's not going to be anything like that, but it's just common sense. So here are the goals I've set for myself for the year. I'm going to show a positive, loving attitude towards everyone in my family and a positive attitude towards everyone I interact with every day this year, even when I don't feel like it. I will be completely transparent in my journey to health and fitness. I will honestly log all food and drink I consume. I will not lie about this to myself or to anyone else, and that includes you, my listeners. I will attend and I will actually use the gym instead of sitting at home and letting that money go to waste. Now, I have a membership to Gold's Gym, and I'm fortunate that I have a Gold's Gym that's about four minutes away from my house. It's a new one. They just built it. They just renovated the building that they purchased and moved everything into. It's a nice facility. And this is where I'm going to be working out. And this is where I'm going to be testing out stretches. I'm going to be testing out uh, weight training. And I'm going to be reporting on that in this podcast. Now, I'm going to run again this year. And I will run at least one 5K race by the end of the year. This is a big one for me. You see, with my knee, my left knee being bone to bone, it's going to be very difficult. But I believe that with the weight loss and training, and the proper tools to do this, I can run again. And this is something that I believe anybody out there who is a large person can do as well. You can train yourself to learn to run and love to run. And once you start loving the running, you're not going to want to stop. I will do all I can to lose at least one pound per week. This means setting a realistic weight loss goal. Now, most people, they want to go, well, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds in a month. That's not what I'm suggesting here. What I'm suggesting is that you set a goal 
per week, half a pound, one pound, two pounds, maybe you can do three pounds a week. I wouldn't recommend going over two because two is a very realistic goal. That's what I would like to do, but I'm going to, I'm not going to set myself up for failure. I'm going to set myself up to lose one pound a week. If I go two pounds, if I go two and a half, three pounds in a week, wonderful. I will celebrate that, not with food, but with something else. And if I don't lose a pound a week, guess what? I'm not going to beat myself up with that. And that segues into my last goal for the year. I will not beat myself up if I fail at any time this year. If I fail, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to dust myself off and I'm going to keep going. You know, Thomas Edison failed thousands of times before he got the light bulb. So if he had quit after 501 you know, we may be using some other source of light in our homes and our businesses. But he didn't quit. And when I fail, and it's not if I fail, it's going to be when I fail, because I will fail. I'm human. I am going to get back up. I'm not going to beat myself up, and I'm going to keep going. So if you think that's a lot to deal with, don't think that way. Why is that? Well, if you listen to everything I've just said, you're going to notice that I said a couple of words preceding every goal. And those two words are, I will. So, I will show a positive loving attitude. I will be completely transparent. I will honestly log. I will attend. I will run. I will do all I can. I will not beat myself up. So the key word there is will, not try to, not do my best to, nor any other word or combination of words that will allow me an escape, but I'm using the word will. This to me sets that goal in stone, and it's a powerful reminder, not only to me, but to you, that we, we have set our mind and heart to do this and accomplish this. So these goals are what I will do because I want to do them. I need to do them. The other thing that I've done is I've written these goals down on paper. And I would encourage you to do the same. When you have goals that you want to set for this year, whether they are for fitness and health, they are for work, they are for anything else, don't just verbally say them, write them down. If you have to put them in a Word document, if you have to blog them somewhere, if you have to take pen and paper and write them down the old-fashioned way, do it. Doing this not only sets it further in stone, but it is a commitment. Writing down your goals allows you to subconsciously put these in your mind. When you see it in writing, you're going to do them. Now, is that scientifically proven? I don't know, but I know it works for me. And what I'd like to do is if something works for me, I'd like to tell you, because I think I can pass it along to you. And if you do it, I think it works for you as well. So if you take a look at the goals I've set, one of the things you're going to notice is that each goal is not only attainable, but the goal after it 
is built upon the previous goal. So first I'm going to be transparent. Then I'm going to log my intake. So into a, in addition to these, I'm going to get back to the gym and I'm going to use it. Once I do that, then I start training harder and smarter and better. Then I start getting back into running, easing into running. So I'm going to build upon these goals to attain the goal of running again. Then I'll run that 5K. And this all leads to the primary goal of losing at least one pound of weight a week. So this is what I mean by building on one another. So another thing is, when do I start these? Or how can I maintain them when I start these? So the first question is easy. When do you start these? You start them now. You don't start them tomorrow. You don't start them next week. Not next month. You start them right this minute. The longer you put something off, the easier it is to give up on it because you've never started it in the first place. Let me tell you, the hardest thing about starting the Big Man and Training podcast for me was sitting down and speaking into a microphone because I'm, I'm so nervous. What am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? And then the passion I have for this topic, I hope, is relayed into what I'm saying. And so I started, and each, wor each word I give you makes it easier to continue. So the second question is, how do I maintain these? And it's a little harder to answer, but I'm going to try here. You know, you, you've probably heard it said that it takes 21 days of doing something to make it a habit. And once you've started a habit, it's easier to maintain that habit. So if you start now, and then you maintain that whatever it is you're setting for your goal for a minimum of 21 days, as you go through this period, you're going to notice that it's easier to do, it's better for you to do it as the time goes by. There's a few other things you can do, and I do these as well. One is to keep a journal or keep a log. You know, if you've set your goal for something physical, it's easier to write down what you do in a journal or a log. That way you can go back and you can track your progress. You can actually see that on January 1st, I weighed 290 pounds. In July, I'm down to 205. Now, is that something that's going to happen? It may not be that radical a weight loss, but I guarantee that if you're writing it down, you're going to keep concentrating on it. It's already a habit. You want to do it. You want to make this a reality. And it's part of doing that. It's part of keeping a journal, keeping a log, keeping that habit going. Now, there's free websites out there you can utilize. Uh, you can use a spreadsheet. I would recommend whatever tool you use, log whatever you're doing. Write it down. It will help you become more committed. So that's basically everything in a nutshell. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I admit that. Love me some Star Wars. And as Yoda said to Luke Skywalker, No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. And so what I would like to do is I would like to issue a challenge out there to any and everybody who's listening to this podcast. 
you may only have five pounds to lose. You may have 15 or 20 pounds to lose. You may be like me and you need to lose a hundred pounds or more. So my challenge to you is set realistic goals, map out a plan, make these plans into a habit, write down your progress, and do it. So what is your one, you know, start with one primary goal. What is your one primary goal? It doesn't have to be fitness related. It could be family related. If you remember back to my first goal, I want to be more loving. You know, there are times when I'm simply just a, a bear in life. I'm grumpy. I'm angry. You know, I, I'm stressed out. And that's not the person I want to be. So not only is it a family goal, but it will fit into my fitness plans because the happier I am, the better off I am. So I encourage you, take up a challenge, whether it's weight loss or, or something else, learning a new skill, doesn't matter. Just make a goal for the year. Write it down. Track your progress. Just do it. Don't try. Just do it. And if you would, go to my website at bigmantraining.com. Click on the contact me. Click on the email link and send me an email. Tell me who you are. Tell me what your goal is. I would welcome your feedback. I would love to know. I want to cheer you on. I want to hear your progress. I would love to give shout outs to people out there through this podcast and go, hey, Jane Doe just lost 15 pounds over the last three weeks. Let's give her a hand. Congratulations. Remember, I'm walking in those shoes. I've been through this. I understand what it's like to be fat. I understand what it's like to get into a healthy mode. And I understand what it's like to be fat again. I understand the shame. I understand everything people can go through. Well, maybe not everything, but I've been through a lot. And I just want to help you out. I want to be your cheerleader. I want to help you go through this fitness journey. And that's my challenge to you. So I'm going to end it here. I'm looking forward to doing this again and putting another one out for next Wednesday. I appreciate everybody out there listening. So I'm going to sign off with have a happy and healthy day. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Big Man in Training Show with Eric Dickey. If you like what you've just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, bigmanintraining.com, to your friends. Be sure to check out the podcast page on our website for our previous shows. This has been an Eric Dickey production. Please join us next week for another edition of the Big Man in Training Show.